Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for this second day of the month of April. I'm your host, Paul White, and I want to thank you for joining me today. I do have a couple of announcements I want to make before we introduce tomorrow's sermon. We have a few dates on the calendar in April. They're all in the Georgia-South Carolina area. First of all, I will be back at the Tabernacle of Hope in Westminster, South Carolina on the 17th day of April. That is Easter Sunday morning. I am so excited about this. If you're itinerant, you just don't often get the chance to preach in a church on a sun, on Easter morning. But my friend Jamie Groover has asked me to come and minister at a church that's becoming very close to our heart. And so I'm excited to go back to Westminster on the 17th at 10.30 a.m. If you don't have a place to worship on Easter morning, would love for you to come and be with us. 10.30 a.m. Central Time. I am excited to preach resurrection and what that means and what that looks like for us, not just a historical event that we celebrate once a year, but a very real event that is the basis of who we are as followers of a resurrected Christ. We talk about the words of a living Jesus a lot, and we should, but we are saved not because of the words of a living Jesus, but because of the life of a resurrected Jesus. And so I am already formulating what we're going to be preaching in a couple of weeks on Easter morning. And then on the 22nd, that's Friday night, April 22nd, we'll be in Chapin, South Carolina, and then back in Flowery Branch on Sunday afternoon, the 24th. Those are the monthly dates that we have each month. You can find all of this and directions at paulwhiteministries.com slash schedule. Um, I'll give you the dates later, but we're going back to the Louisville, Kentucky area in May. Uh, we'll be in the second weekend. Um, that's not really right because May actually starts on a Sunday. But anyway, 12th to the 15th, we're going to be back with our friend Jamie Englehart in the Louisville, Kentucky area. I'll give you more details to come. Uh, and then I'll give you the monthly meetings coming up in May. We're going to West Virginia in June. We're coming back to Minnesota Uh, in the late summer, early fall, and we're working on a trip to the Midwest again in July. So uh, good things coming up. Keep checking our site. We'll, of course, keep you abreast of all of these changes. Tomorrow's sermon actually comes from our recent meeting with the good people at Tabernacle of Hope in Westminster, where we're going to be in Easter. I I did three days, uh, two nights and a day in March, in Westminster, and we recorded all three of those sermons. We've aired them for you on subsequent Sundays. The last two Sundays have been from our meetings in Westminster. If you missed those, go check out From Awe to Anger. And then last week, we put up the parable of the sower. Tomorrow, we will post for you the wheat and the tares. We take the audience to Matthew 13. We work through the parable as given by Jesus, and then we work through the interpretation as given by Jesus. And we do some work on some of the wording that Jesus uses, intentionally uses, and what it might mean, and how we could interpret this parable in light of the world around us. This is a sermon that uh, I think will take you down some good roads of wrestling and give you some things to think about. It's almost exactly one hour in length, and it'll be one that uh, you might want to listen to twice. We don't jump all over the Bible in this one. It's really all isolated to Matthew 13, um, but it's got a lot of good content. Check it out on the on the app tomorrow or on this, whatever app you're using for this podcast. 
Or, of course, you can find the video at PWM. That's our YouTube channel. And, of course, all of it available at paulwhiteministries.com. One little thing I want to give you today to close Genesis 44. And that is the idea that whenever Jacob's sons are to go back to Egypt to buy bread... They can't go back unless they bring Benjamin. Joseph made that very clear. And Jacob doesn't want this to happen because he lost Joseph, and he doesn't want to take the chance of losing Benjamin. Remember, Joseph and Benjamin were the children of Rachel, the the children of the wife that he truly loved, and he doesn't want to lose the connection he had to her. And so he refuses to let them go if they have to take Benjamin. Judah steps up and says to his father, Verse 32, your servant became surety for the lad to my father, saying, if I don't bring him back to you, then I'll bear the blame before my father forever. Now, therefore, please let your servant remain instead of the lad as a slave to my Lord and let the lad go up with his brothers. For how shall I go up to my father if the lad is not with me, lest perhaps the evil that would come upon my father? That's what Judah says to Joseph whenever Joseph won't let Benjamin go back. Judah's so scared to go back without Benjamin. He was scared to go to Egypt without Benjamin. His father let him. Now he's scared to go home without Benjamin. And he stands as the intercessor and he says to Joseph, let me be the servant that remains behind. Just please don't keep the kid here. And then how I see this, at least one little nugget. You know, we do our nuggets of grace on YouTube and I put those up every day. Well, I don't do it. My good my good friend Eric Almeida, who does our audio and video um, postings, finds these little clips called Nuggets, and he calls them Nuggets of Grace, and we put them up on our YouTube page. Um, here's my audio nugget of grace today. It has nothing to do with our YouTube nuggets of grace. My little nugget would be this. Jesus ever lives to make intercession. In this moment, Judah, of whom Jesus comes, makes intercession. And I know we've said this the last few days, but it's just, well, we're going to reiterate this today. Judah stands in the gap for Benjamin in much the same way Jesus stands in the gap for us, that Jesus would rather go to the cross and die on our behalf than for us to live with the illusion of separation between us and the Father. And Judah's great-great-great-great-grandson, Jesus, will come along and stand in the gap for another generation. Aren't you glad for he who ever lives to make intercession? Tomorrow, we're going to watch as Joseph reveals himself to his brothers. We'll see you then. God bless.